Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk waiver wire pitchers up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Thursday, April 13th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Chris Towers and lots of interesting pitchers in action on Wednesday. And let's talk about them. Dre Jamison, nice return to the rotation. Four shutout with four strikeouts up against the Brewers. Edward Cabrera only walked one. That is a win in my book. Five innings, two runs, four strikeouts to one walk at the Phillies. Brad Keller, very interesting start. Six and two-thirds, one run, seven strikeouts at the Rangers, the Corey Seagerless Rangers lineup now. Uh, and he's throwing a new curveball, so it, yeah, I'm kind of interested in Brad Keller. The last one, Taj Bradley. He made his debut. It was very successful against the Red Sox. Five innings, three runs, eight strikeouts in that one. Chris, how are you ranking this group? Because I have a feeling uh, these are going to be very popular additions in fantasy. Yeah, I think I would go Cabrera, Jamison, Keller, and Bradley. If I got some indication that Bradley's stay in the majors was likely to extend you know, longer than the next week or so, I think it would be easier to talk myself into him. He's obviously an incredibly talented pitcher, averaged over 95 miles per hour with his fastball. The cutter looked really good. He was able to throw it for strikes, and the curveball he was able to get swings and misses with. So it's a really interesting skill set, good numbers in the minors. I just don't know how long he's going to stay up. And I don't know if the, the Rays are going to let him throw six innings. So I think Taj Bradley probably just has the narrowest path to being a fantasy contributor, but clearly a very talented player. Keller, super interesting. I just don't think there's as much upside with him as there is with uh, Cabrera and Jamison, especially when it comes to strikeouts. Although I do like the new curveball that he's throwing. And then Jameson and Edward Cabrera, it's very similar things. They both need to throw strikes. They did today, and it worked out really well for them. Uh, I put Cabrera ahead of Jameson. Just a better minor league track record, I think, to fall back on for me. All right, let's move into the waiver wire hitters from Wednesday's action. Jared Kelnick starting to heat up here. He hit a 482-foot home run. To an area in Wrigley Field that you don't often see people hit home runs, he is now homered in three straight, up to 71% rostered. So this is more of a a shallow league ad, three outfielder leagues. Jorge Soler went two for four with his fourth home run. Jerickson Profar, he's starting to get going, has six hits with two home runs over his last five games. And Lourdes Gurriel had his breakout game with the Diamondbacks, went three for five with his first home run. Chris, how do you rank that group? Kalnick, Soler, Profar, Gurriel. I think I would rank them Kalanick, Solaire, Profar, Guriel. Um, 
So Lair versus Kelnick's tough because I, I think Kelnick needs to be rostered in all leagues. I also think Jorge Soler, 49% rostered, has been under rostered basically since the start of the season. He's been red hot uh, for, you know, all 11 games that he's played or whatever it is. Uh, but he's doing exactly what you want to see. He's hitting the ball in the air and he's hitting the ball really hard. He's not striking out that much. I think his strikeout rate's like 22%, which is great for him. And we've seen this is a guy we've seen hit 48 homers in a season. And, and even two years ago, he had 27. So I do think like if Jorge Soler ends up with 35 homers at the end of the season, I would not be one bit surprised. I think there's probably it's more likely he's useful for fantasy than Jared Kelnick, but clearly people aren't buying Jorge Soler. So you can you, you don't have to add him to potentially get him. You can, you know, wait a couple of days and still end up with him. Kelnick hitting a 482 foot home run. His, his roster rate went up like 4% just in the like eight hours since that game ended. So I think he should be rostered universally and I think he will be. So if you have a chance to pick Kelnick up, the upside is, is significant. All right, real quick. Let's wrap up with Chris sale. Who got clobbered once again at the Tampa Bay Rays. The four-seam, the sinker, they're getting hit really, really hard right now. Let's remind people, he has made 14 total starts over the past three years. Maybe we were just expecting too much coming into the season. Chris, what have you seen from Sale, and would you be looking to buy low right now? Yeah, the spring was not good for Chris Sale either. So yeah, it's it's been pretty bad. His command has been way off. I think the stuff has mostly looked okay. Like the velocity is down a little bit, you know, it was higher in his first start actually. And then has kind of gone down since, but I think overall physically he looks okay. I think it's just more, he's rusty. He's not right. There are probably some mechanical things he's still working on. I would try to buy low. I it, it's a total blind faith thing for a lot of pitchers. I can give you, X, Y, and Z reasons why they should be better moving forward. I can't really do that with Chris Sale. It's just a belief that Chris Sale is going to be better. He's not going to be a super ace, I don't think, but I think he will be a very useful fantasy option moving forward. If you ask me for specific reasons why, unfortunately, I cannot give you them. Like I said, it's it's faith in the uh, in the pitcher and the talent figuring it out at some point. He's still getting a lot of strikeouts, 19 mm-hmm. strikeouts and 12 innings pitched. And he's been unlucky, a 406 BABIP, 42% home run to fly ball ratio. So when you're getting hit that hard, though, yeah, it's hard fair. to write it off as luck. Yeah, that, that is fair. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.